I V M. Memes are a great way to communicate on the internet. Meme music is even greater. Today with me is the god of meme music, Mayur Jumani. Now the thing about uh, one other Jumani that I know is he runs into the future by looking at your numbers. Yes. And then there's you, Mayur mm-hmm. Jumani, who's constantly going into the past, picking up videos and uh, snippets and giving it a new spin. Fun job, I reckon. Definitely yes. Definitely, it's a fun job. Uh, it's something that I wanted to do all my life. Mm. Not not picking up dialogues and mashing it up, mm. but uh, just music in general is something I've been wanting to do all my life, and I'm finally doing it. But mm. what about this twist, man? Because see, now everybody's moving towards a particular kind of music. Mm. Everybody wants to do, you know, background score and film songs and so on and so forth. You on the other end pick these clips that are mm. from the past um, and give them a spin that's so. snackable i mean mm-hmm. when i'm on the internet like on instagram or youtube or any one of these places i look at one of your videos and i go man this is so entertaining and so creative it's uh like i said i always wanted to do music something in music like mm. i don't know what mm. but uh, that one thing inside me is that i want to be happy and i want to make people happy mm. so i was always my music was all supposed to be to uplift people's moods mm. and uh, when i saw this opportunity i thought you know why why not do this huh. this uh. is the perfect way to get a smile on people's face get a smile on my own face yeah. uh, while doing it and that's what i've been going on doing now <laughs> i mean you have certainly spread a lot of joy doing what you do you Goes come from a family of musicians not really so my dad is the first person he he sings and he just plays piano just uh, He used to play the harmonium seriously was, or like the guy at no, a party the guy at a party exactly okay, okay. so that was always his hobby he's a doctor by the way oh okay so i've come from a very science based uh, family does he operate as well not no 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 he doesn't operate he's a general practitioner but uh, so he'd come back home and practice on organs <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> musical instruments sorry it's a terrible joke but go on yes yeah <laughs> that's that was, my medical okay. joke it took yeah. two seconds for the joke to kick in but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i get it okay so your dad mm. used to play the harmonium he would sing and what about mom mom no not really never yeah so like i said i've been into a science based family even my sister is an engineer and i took oh. up engineering because of that wow and uh, like i'm the first person in the whole extended family to really take up music as a career did they not mm-hmm. like you and want you to be at summer class or at an evening class and that's why send you away to learn an instrument no no so my dad i've never learned professionally okay anything related to music until i was uh, like 19 Okay. Okay. And okay. Uh, my dad is the first person to like teach me a little bit basics about the piano, and uh, from there I just picked up instruments myself. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Really? Yeah. So yeah? there are a lot of times where I would be not be very in the right mood or anything, and mm. I would just go back to my instruments, and it used to make me feel good. Mm, mm, mm. It was always a that one thing that you know everyone needs that one thing in their life. Right. For some people, it's about calling up other people, like speaking to them, which will make them feel better. For me, it was music. Wow what is the driving force for you I think the driving force came during my engineering years mm. so before that it was always a hobby even during engineering years it was a hobby but that was the first time i realized i should be doing something in music 
I should not uh, just keep this as something I come back from work and then I play the instruments and all that's that. Right. That's not the life I want to live. Mm. And uh, that's when I also started taking music seriously, where I started learning more and more. Yeah. Going outside YouTube and learning from different places. So you went to a school? Did you have a teacher? No, no, no. So during engineering, there was this small little crash course I did in music production. That was the first time I saw the whole world of music production. What is this, SAE? No, no, no. There was some other, a very small uh, okay. course somewhere. Okay. And uh, that's something I just did to diversify my music abilities. Yeah. And because I was always into computers and music, so that was the perfect path for me. So you were studying okay. computer science, was yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was studying okay. computer science and mm. uh, music and I thought this is the perfect uh, culmination of both uh, the fields. Yeah. And once I got into music production, I'm like, this is crazy. There's yeah. so much you can do uh, on a laptop, just yeah. take a keyboard attached to it and you can literally make complete song out of nothing. No, because I, I generally think music is so difficult because mm. you can't be inspired by anything. What do you do? I mean, you can listen to traffic sounds, but you're not <laughs> going to make a song out of traffic sounds, right? You could, knowing you. But I'm saying, where do you find inspiration from? Is a lot of it like from within? You know, I keep on uh, thinking to myself, is this something, is this like a gift or is this something I've acquired? Yeah. Because I knew I wasn't that great as a kid. Mm. But at the same time, even now when I start playing some but old dude, songs. you started playing at four. So it is it's definitely <laughs> a gift. And you were I, special at four if you're playing the harmonium or a piano. I started. So I won't say I can just like literally slay no, no, on the I'm piano. No, I'm not saying but, you were yeah. Mozart mm. at four. Yeah. But I'm saying you were definitely mm. playing music, right? No, but even during my engineering years, I never thought I was that great. Mm. Uh, in playing instruments or anything mm. but there's this one thing that has stuck with me you know how you must have spoken to your friends about this do you remember lyrics or music mm. whenever you hear a new song like what is the first thing that you remember the music or lyrics yeah. for me it's 100% music I can't remember lyrics at all no? even if I hear the song 10 times 20 times in the music space if I hear a song when I was 3 or 4 years old yeah. and after that I haven't heard it in 20 years even today I can just yeah, I remember everything. Wow. Even the small interludes in between, like where is the saxophone coming in? Where is this coming in? Yeah. Somehow I remember that. Wow, that is so mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. um, so while you were in college, did you have a rock band? Because I know most engineering colleges promote rock bands, which are unfortunately death metal. <laughs> it is death more than metal. That's true, that's true, that's true. <laughs> because I was speaking with a friend of mm -hmm. mine, Biswa, who's a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, of course. Right? Mm -hmm. And Biswa was telling me about the band that he had and he's like mm. man don't tell me about music and bands did you were you a part of a band I mean uh, not something I'm proudly going to say but uh, yeah, we, there was a band we what were, is it called oh again not something I'm very proud of the band was called Silent Waters oh mm. people like listening to you on mute no <laughs> uh, Sometimes I wish they would <laughs> So what are the kind of songs you guys did? Were they no, originals? No, just, no, 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 we didn't do originals We just did covers And we used to play at band events Nothing big Yeah? Hmm. So you did like fests And you played Yeah, yeah, yeah That and must have been nice, right? To play at a fest and have I mean, like... At that point of time, it really seemed like, oh my God, this is such a great deal. Yeah. And then uh, we got uh, offered to play at uh, Jazz By The Way, which is now Pizza By The Way. Dude, you're and good, that means. You're a good bench. Stop downplaying yourself. Jazz By The Way, of course, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. on that uh, Marine, Nariman, Lines, yeah. uh, Marine Drive, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I know yeah. that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. So every month we used to play there once. Mm. But that was a short-lived thing. And also it... Uh, I mean... As an engineer, you really want to do that because yeah. you're fed up of just studying the same old uh, computer shit. And uh, when you're doing this as your extracurricular and all, it's fun. Yeah. But is it really your career? Yeah. 
that's something I think every band member and every band must have yeah. thought once. Ki, yeah. Oh, I don't want to make music yeah, my yeah, career. Questioning but, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. at that point of time, it's very difficult to really answer. Like you want to make it your career, but definitely that's not for everyone. So hmm. how did you break this dilemma then? You actually took up a job, right? I did, yeah. Where did you work at? So I was working at this company called DirectEye. Okay. Uh, Media.net if you've heard. Yeah, Media.net. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I got this right after college and uh, like I graduated at a point where engineering was becoming a saturation thing. Right. Everyone is becoming an engineer. Everyone yeah. wants to do I mean, I'm now. from Bangalore. I know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You throw stone, you'll yeah, hit an yeah. engineer for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the first job, I didn't even apply for any job that required my engineering skills. Okay. So it was like a campus placement, was it? There was a campus placement, but that was different. When I started the job at uh, DirectEye, I actually applied as a UI designer. Oh, okay. UX, okay. UX UI designer. Okay. Because I, again, in college, I used to be a part of festivals and all, and I used to create these posters oh, and all that. So you, you hmm. did graphic designing, but you studied engineering and you've been stuck with music all your life. Yeah. How the hell does Zan do that? It's just, I mean, on the surface, it looks like I'm multi-talented, but it's just confusion in my head. Now that's fine. That's fine. You've worked through your confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Finally, so, I have. So you did this UI mm-hmm. UX mm-hmm. job, which again today is great. I mean, my wife's mm-hmm. a graphic designer, so I know yeah, she yeah. makes mm-hmm. a lot more money than I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling still, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so at mm-hmm. what point did you think, man, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to go and pursue what I've done when I was four years old and turn it into an extended childhood and a career. Yes, so the job was not bad. It was really good for Mm, me. mm. Uh, The people over there were really good. But I just felt like I can't be doing this five years later. Mm. I need something exciting in my life. Mm. Was it like a movie moment where you were walking through somewhere, teary-eyed, files moving around you? The moment happened when I... uh, So I just randomly applied to Berkeley College of Music. Oh, and uh, and I applied for their master's course because bachelor's fir se karke to point nahi hai. Sorry, I'm going to go back again now. <laughs> Not everybody wants to apply at Berkeley. The idea has to come mm-hmm. from somewhere. Were you sitting at office? Were you researching websites? Yes. yes. So, you know, Berkeley has this thing called Berkeley Indian Ensemble. I am aware. you must have seen so yeah. many videos. Like yeah. they've gone viral, crazy yeah. viral. Especially a lot of their collaborations with uh, Mr. E.R. Rahman. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's something I used to watch all the time and I used to feel like I want to be there. Wow. Not wow. That's something that was going on in my head. So I did apply for Berkeley. I applied to their master's course. Initially, yeah. like that thought was going on in my head for like six months. Wow. But I never did apply because the first thing on their website, when you apply, it's written, you need to have a bachelor's in music to apply for the master's. But you have engineering. But I don't have a bachelor's right, in music. Right. Exactly. Uh, I emailed them asking like, hey, should I apply? They're like, try it out and see. You yeah. never know. Yeah. And I did apply. Somehow I got through the interview rounds and... Uh, Yes. Good job. Thank you. So proud Thank already. You. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, the moment I got that email, first I went, spoke to my parents about it. And that was, of course, like, as you know, in Indian household, it's very difficult to convince people that you want to switch your career, go into music. Yeah. So like that took a while, but uh, I also applied for scholarships and all here and there. Because mm-hmm. I'm mighty impressed with two things, right? Mm-hmm. A, the fact that your mom's an engineer, your dad's a doctor, and here's somebody who's already done engineering, but wants to pursue music. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming your parents don't really understand the industry. Yeah. So there's no connection anywhere to the industry, to so, any creative industry. So what mm-hmm. was your pitch to them? So my pitch was that, hey, look, it's not that I'm quitting engineering or just quitting things in between and applying for this and uh, doing this. Right. Like, I know it's not a very easy industry to get into. It's not secured, like how all the jobs are. I do this with uh, 
secured because even normal jobs are not secured according to me yeah i agree uh, <laughs> you agree right yeah. exactly yeah so uh, i told them i know it's not uh, it's not a secured uh, this thing mm. it's uh, something i might have to struggle with but i know i'm at a point where i've tried all these things mm. i've mm. tried mm. becoming an engineer i've tried ui design and uh, i know that my calling is over here mm. and uh, it's not just my calling berkeley people are calling me yeah so there has to be something over here and i need to try that out what was berkeley like man tell us about that oh that was one amazing year was this I, at uh, berkeley in it, no it wasn't the us one it wasn't the boston one it was in spain oh wow in a okay. city called valencia okay which was even better like initially i thought i want to go to us because most of the indian ensemble and everything is over there right but i can work with those people but uh, coming to spain i realized it's so much better over here because wow. everyone around me were of course all it was just masters so everyone was coming from very different backgrounds yeah different countries yeah we had people from over 90 countries i think wow and everyone had something they are bringing into the table and, and uh, they're all musicians they yeah, all studied all musicians. music exactly yeah. that was the best part like for yeah. the first time i was surrounded by musicians who are better than me right. who know stuff because of course you know if it's the master so everyone has a bachelor's right and i was like the odd man out who didn't have a bachelor's in music and it was intimidating at first yeah. to be with these people but then once they also got to know what skills i have i got to know what they are amazing at yeah. and collaborations that we did over there it was just amazing that one year and were they mm. very welcoming very welcoming exactly very warm like they liked sharing information with you what was it like yeah exactly so everyone was so welcoming over there and mainly because everyone was from outside there were barely a few spanish locals over there right in my right. class everyone was coming from somewhere else which wouldn't have been the case in us like in us half the people are local right, right. are from yeah. the country itself united states yeah so yeah. there it wouldn't have felt the same way wow as it felt over here because everyone was equal over here so who is your coolest classmate and when i say coolest <laughs> i don't necessarily mean skill wise because sometimes you just meet these people like i did improv and mm. uh, upright citizens brigade in new york mm-hmm. and i had a classmate who was 75 years old retired oh. doctor who wanted to do comedy for the rest of his oh. life did you have people mm. like that in your class yeah, yeah. Uh, not like very old uh, no i'm not but, he doesn't have to be 75 yeah, but yeah. like mm. touch and go there anywhere around that there were older people not old i wouldn't say old but everyone yeah. had the same kind of enthusiasm wow. towards music yeah like whether you're young like a 21 year old right after college or whether you're a 40 45 year old everyone had the same enthusiasm and everyone collaborated with each other like they are equals wow that was the best so part. so you hear about berkeley hmm. and uh, just for somebody who's never been there or probably has the dream to get there hmm. what's your day like you're just listening to music the entire day is that right not at all no no well, fact, what do you do what do you do so there's a lot of stuff happening with the curriculum itself yeah. in terms of studies so of course like music it's not textbook study or anything but you do have a lot to understand to grasp and to practice yeah and uh, especially for me it was the course was called music production and technology okay so it wasn't just about music learning music and all that right it was more about how do you work in your computer how do you create songs mix master everything right everything related to creating a full song from scratch right right so that was uh, what was involved it was so like i said it was one year right it wasn't a long course yeah. so it was very hectic and like you had to pick were, everything up exactly you needed yeah. to pick everything up and especially for me because i didn't have any academic knowledge about music before right. that it was difficult to it wasn't difficult but it was a i wouldn't even say hectic i had to hustle a lot 
It's yeah, a great hustle. You, it was a fun you, thing to you do. You have one year, hmm. and I think in general, India hmm. and Indians, we hmm. want to get the most out of whatever exactly. we use, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like hmm. bike, we want maximum mileage. <laughs> exactly. College there, course, yeah. get hmm. every fucking thing into our system. Yeah. There I think there. if you ask my classmates over there, they would call me that guy, like the guy who just wanted to do everything in that one year. <laughs> wow, but that's great. Hmm. Right? It also hmm. speaks about the kind of passion that you've always had, and hmm. I think that's what's kept you afloat. Yeah. That's what's carried you this far, hmm. and that kind of explains the idea of the podcast which is to do what floats so, so. your boat right mm. tell us a little bit about coming back after such a grand education mm. from berkeley which is one of the premier institutes around the world mm. and then to start doing these mashups on mm. social media i mean it didn't happen right away so basically actually when i came back i didn't know what was going to happen okay but before going to berkeley my sister told me this really cool thing yeah. before my parents even agreed to this yeah. she told me make a list of 10 backup plans not one but 10 backup plans is she older she younger older, older. Yeah. okay yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, older sister is good this sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay so she told me to make 10 backup plans in case you don't become a huge artist or anything okay we in, don't in, want in, all 10 of them tell us the top 2 no so like it was just basic uh, starting a studio working for other people creating okay. music for other people and all okay. that okay and teaching was one of them which lovely so once i came back i didn't know what was happening for the first 6 months there was nothing i thought ki theek hai berkeley ka degree hai like log dekh ke khush ho jayenge are you from bombay yeah yeah i'm born in bombay but you have zero connection zero to the music industry yeah, what yeah. does one do that sounds really hard man who do you go yeah, meet yeah. like exactly do you know where mm-hmm. people studios are mm-hmm. do you know them? i know the studios but i wouldn't like no it's just uh, On the screen, it looks good that you stand below these record labels with their pen drive and all that, but that never happens. No, you need to have yeah. I mean, people do that, but that will not see. I like to call it uh, smart struggle rather than hard struggle. Hmm. What's the difference? So hard struggle is basically standing below these buildings and uh, with your pen drives and hoping someone sees you and like, please, please, sir, dekh lo, mera like put the pen drive, pen drive or whatever, like hmm. gana banana, please right. dekh lo, sun lo. Yeah. Right. And smart struggle, according to me, is. finding the right connections yeah and when you find the right connections give it your best shot Lovely. give give them more than what they expect you to do and that's how the connections started building for me so who is your first connection your first smart connection i'll tell you i'll tell you how it happened without any connections in bollywood and this is a great story because a lot of people are struggling and for them it's difficult right they don't know what to do basically yeah, that you, is why I they mean, end up doing the hard struggle you have been struggle. there all of us have been there yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. six months there was nothing happening maybe small things here and there i yeah. started working with some some friends or someone introduced me to someone who was doing something small something okay. parody or something like that only okay. which was very very small which i was making for the people okay and uh, then there came this opportunity again one of my friend introduced me to a videographer who was shooting for the nsg huh. national security guard yeah so they wanted to recreate their anthem Yeah. So they had this anthem but that was initially composed by Shankar Mahadevan yeah. and written by Gulzar Saab. Yeah. And they told me that you take this you make it your own. Okay. And it was a big deal for me because Shankar Mahadevan has composed the first one yeah. and they want me to recompose that. And it's for the NSG. And it's for the NSG which is the biggest uh, Yeah, that means big, the nation's pride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a proud moment and it was a big opportunity. Yeah. So I killed it. According to them I killed it. Yeah, because when I gave them the final output, they were expecting a first draft or something. Hey, hold on, for dummies listening, killed it as in he did really <laughs> well. That's what he means. Killed it, and so, people will be like, "Ah, he killed a song that uh, Shankar Mahadevan made." No, so that's all he did. Yeah, I'll he did well. Yeah. So yeah. I had like a week to do that. Within three days, I told him, "I'll send you the first scratch." Yeah. The first scratch was basically the final version because three well days, done. day and night, I just worked on it, and I gave them this uh, output, and they loved it. 
just mixed master and gave them everything. Yeah. In the end, this guy told me, you know, I also work for this other company that does uh, promos and all for films. Yeah. And uh, I'll introduce you to them. Yeah. And uh, again, I think one or two months, nothing happened. And then I got a call from this company that uh, we are doing some web series trailers and all that. Yeah. And I did a couple of web series, just did the sound effects, background music and everything for the trailers. Uh, you mean like the Foley and the background score? That's yeah, what everything. Yeah. So from Foley, background score, uh, mixing, mastering, everything. Lovely. And what series was this? Uh, the first one was a small series. I barely even remember the name. Okay. But it must have been really series. small if you don't even remember the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So after that series, I got another series, maybe a bigger series. Then I started getting Bollywood movies. Wow. So... 2018 to 2019, I was doing that a lot. You know, people don't transition so quickly. Yeah. You made giant that's, strides. That's what I'm trying to say that it's not about you struggling to get work. Yeah. It's about killing it with whatever you get. So mm. once you have that opportunity, just make the best out of it. Show people what you can do. No, but what do you attribute this to? Because I, you know, I used to initially think the word luck is very belittling. And then I mm. figured, man, not really. Luck is something. And I feel like there's also talent and there's mm. opportunity. When you got your first Bollywood film, what film was it? Fukre Returns was the first one and Pari was like right next to that. And you did the music? The, tra uh, the trailer music. You did the tra trailer, trailer music. and all that. Okay. And mm. what was it like at home? What was it like for you personally? It, was, it sounded really great. Like it was a big deal to uh, like transition and just start do working in the Bollywood industry right away. Mm. It was a big deal for me. And uh, once I kept on doing that, that became a... Initially, it was also... Uh, I was a little nervous because I know millions of people are going to watch those trailers. Yeah. Like it's not a small web series anymore. It's yeah. a movie from a big, big yeah. shot uh, company coming in. Yeah. Know, big shot production house. Yeah. And uh, I knew millions of people are going to see even the slightest of mistake. Yeah. And uh, they are going to blame me and I'm going to like... I'm going to feel bad for doing right, that. Right. But uh, once uh, I did, I did it very carefully, very big. I put all my heart into right, it. Right. And uh, once a couple of movies happened, then I started getting uh, confident as well in yeah. my abilities. Yeah. And I started delivering this. And all that was great. I mean, it was just, I mean, it still can be called struggle. Yeah. Because like I told you, first six months, there was nothing. Yeah. And after that also, yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like everyone uh, is calling uh, me and everyone. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. And uh, yeah. it wasn't even like good. Like if you know about the Bollywood industry, sometimes you either have to work too hard and get paid very less and go for the fame. So it's either fame or money. Mm. At least when you're starting. Mm. You can't get both at the same time. Mm. It's very difficult for you to just jump Unless, like, of course, you know someone in the industry and all. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I yeah. I completely mm. agree with you. Mm. Tell me, how did the internet and content on the internet happen for you? That happened way later. So that happened just when the lockdown started. We're all lockdown the babies, lockdown aren't babies. we? Exactly. We're all yeah. lockdown babies. <laughs> yeah. Because I was sitting mm. at home, mm. bored out of my f***ing <laughs> mind. I was like, what do I do? Mm. I don't have anyone to make content with. Cool, I'll make it with myself. Yeah, And yeah, I started picking exactly shit up at home mm. and using them as phones and making content. Exactly, yeah. What happened to you? Actually, no. So, lockdown is when I started taking it seriously. My first video went up in 2015 when I went to Berkeley. Yeah. And that also, like, I think second video that I put up, uh, <laughs> at that time it was called viral. It has like 90,000 90, views or something. That's a lot of views. What was it? What did you remix? I did then? a remix of this song. Uh, do you know the 90s song Blue Labadee? 
I'm blue, blue dabba dee dabba die. Yeah. So I did like a live remix, and exactly what I do, I take my launch pad and I do all that. Yeah. With a GoPro on my head, that was the first time I did it, 2015. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you see, the best things just happen. It It's happens. almost like alchemy. It just it just happens. It's just there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. your lockdown happens, mm-hmm. and now you're at home. Do you live with your parents or by yourself? With my parents, yes. You live mm-hmm. with your parents, mm-hmm. all right? But you were in a room, right? You can't... Yeah, yeah, of course. So I made a proper studio room, a small little room that I yeah. converted into a studio. And then mm-hmm. you started doing these videos again. Yes, yes. So also that was the time where I had access to another studio, which was a uh, basically a place where I used to teach as well. So I was also teaching music production because, like I told you, right, first three years were like a struggle, 2017 you to 2020. You got 2020. a hustle, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though I got uh, 2019 end May, I got a Bollywood movie. Huh. Not the trailer. Like I created two songs for a Bollywood. Oh, movie. what film was this? This film is called Bypass Road. Oh yeah, by Neil Nitin Mukesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a couple of songs in that movie. Lovely. So it's funny because now so many creators just want to go into Bollywood. Like their ultimate goal is Bollywood. Yeah. And for me, I've transitioned from Bollywood to the creative space. So it's like an opposite uh, direction for me. No, but mm. uh, do you think this is more lucrative than that? I think both are. Yeah. I wouldn't say that one is better than the other. Yeah. But it depends on how good you are in either of them. Yeah. And it also depends on. Uh, So I still keep on getting a lot of web series or uh, this thing like hey make something for this make something for that and I'm very selective with whatever I take mm-hmm. because I don't want to put out any mediocre stuff once people see that uh, okay Mayur is creating this then they'll be like okay ye to aise hi banata hoga now you turn into so, a factory you're not an artist anymore then yeah exactly mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to do that to myself mm-hmm. so when these two songs came out of course it worked or they came out on uh, t series okay which was like It yeah, is a big it's the deal. biggest. It's, yeah, it's a big yeah. deal that yeah. uh, you're getting two songs in a Bollywood movie. Yeah, and uh, the problem was that lockdown happened right after that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just when I thought my career in Bollywood was about to go up, the lockdown happened, and and uh, boy, everything... look at where your career went after that, huh? Exactly. So uh, it was at that point that I realized that Bollywood is, of course, a very big uh, stepping stone. Yeah, but it's not your end goal. No, nah. it should never be anyone's end no. goal. End no. goal is to be an artist. And uh, to do to keep on doing work to keep on building a fan following. Yeah. If you're into the film, no, I love what you're saying because I've always treated life-changing opportunities that people say as not really life-changing opportunities. Mm. They're career-changing opportunities. Right. Mm. Life's great in any which case, mm. right? From what I understand, you have a loving family. Yeah, you know, you have a wonderful sister who cares. You have friends mm. who care. Right, and and I feel like what the lockdown did was it kind of separated the two for a lot of us. Yeah. And you started having fun as an artist then, right? And right. what did that bring mm-hmm. about? So you know how good things come for a lot of people. Good things come when they are at the lowest time. Yeah. So right after my first Bollywood movie, I thought this is the time I'm going to kill it. I'm going to go meet everyone in the industry, say like, hey, I have these two songs, and like that's kind of my stepping stone. Right. To right. get into the mainstream industry. Right. And that's when the lockdown happened, and I had no clue what's happening. Yeah. Plus these two songs, of course, they did well on T series, but I don't think they gave any recognition for me. Mm-hmm. They didn't help with anything mm-hmm. as such. Uh, as my professional uh, side goes, right? It didn't help with my professional growth as right. much. Right. Like it was a good thing to brag about, but that's but it. But no one would see that song on uh, T series. See my name. Oh, Mayur Jamani. I want to check who this guy is. Right. Like I didn't see a huge boost in my audience or anything. It didn't help with my fan following at all. Right. It was zero back then. It's zero. It was still continue to be zero. Right. I mean, not zero, but like very less. Right. And that's why I thought like. The best thing about this is social media because now you don't need a stepping stone. 
directly you have an audience right in front of you you just need to perform you just need to perform show them your best side and uh, that's it yeah like, things have never been so easy throughout humanity yeah it's the first time it's so easy to directly reach your audience yeah like basically bollywood lyric no, audience also it was a level playing field it didn't matter whether you hmm. were jimmy kimmel exactly, whether exactly. you were trevor hmm. noah or whether yeah. you were i don't know hmm. whatever other performer or someone as low as me the point was mm-hmm. it was a level playing field you exactly. we were all at home and we had to do something exactly and that's why i was saying that bollywood is not an end goal yeah. it's, it's not the ultimate stone. thing yeah it's a stepping stone towards your glory lovely so mm. what was the first thing you remixed uh, during the lockdown oh that's crazy so again when i started doing these remixes i didn't think that this is going to be my calling yeah. this is going to be something that i'll keep on doing this is right. something that will bring me the fan following right i literally did it because of course i was in that place where there's nothing happening in my life mm. and i knew that everyone else is in that same place everyone else is in that not depressed but like this uh, quiet sad zone yeah it was catch 22 you exactly, didn't know, it yeah. was cat on the wall you didn't know where the world was going exactly, i thought the world was yeah. ending that's what someone told me <laughs> yeah so i thought why not just like make something entertainment forget about what i want to create or anything just like try to entertain the audience that i have like i barely had like 1000 followers or something back then yeah and i just said thought i'll make it for these people right that they'll find this entertaining they'll have some fun during the lockdown right so this was also the time where tiktok was banned and reels had just started right and uh, arnab gosmami went on and on about how china is this that yeah and there was this uh, thing where he's like suddenness Uh-huh. Sure, suddenness of the move, and I'm like, perfect. I'll just pick it up. Yeah. And, Do you watch uh, news at home? No, 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 not at all. Where This did you get the means. suddenness of the move it started from? Started me. It started people okay. started forwarding. Okay. Okay. So you're just yeah. spending time on Instagram or wherever yeah, you find yeah. this Arnab Goswami clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, perfect. I'll just pick my launch pad up. I'll make the beat according to because he's also saying it in a beat. Yeah. And like for some reason, I can think about that melody and the beat yeah. uh, happening with every line. Like I said, I don't focus on the lyrics at all. Yeah. I focus on uh, the musical side of things. Yeah. And uh, it just struck to me, and that for like that night itself, I recorded. Morning, I uploaded, and uh, by that day evening, like everyone was sharing it. It's just gone yeah. viral. Yeah. 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 I didn't expect the first video to do that. Yeah. It is crazy, and I didn't even expect I, I'll continue creating this. It's just something I did for fun. Right. and first day was fine it went kind of viral i wouldn't say viral yeah. to second third day later i'm getting whatsapp forwards from other people saying hey look at this new year five that's no, when so, you know you're viral when your shit comes back to you exactly. and that's when you know you're viral and the first video i didn't put my face i didn't put my uh, any tag or anything yeah. they're like hey look at this why don't you create something like this i'm like i created it that was me bro <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. me that's yeah. my hands <laughs> so what was the adulation from around like did you have a lot of popular people people that you probably wanted to connect with now connect with you did that happen that happened or uh, slowly it happened let's it g- give, happen a, give us an example of somebody that you were trying to get in touch with and they got in touch with you i mean it's it didn't happen initially of course like yeah. initially even i wasn't so much into social media yeah like it's just after the lockdown when i started creating this where my social media thing also started increasing i saw who these other youtubers are and yeah. i started researching on uh, all of them yeah and um, so dipraj jadav is someone who i collaborated with very initially and i had seen his stuff a lot yeah i like his stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. his stuff is crazy and yeah. of course he was all connected to the uh, music industry as well in, yeah. in so many ways nuclear is someone i follow like he's my idol by the way yeah, yeah. he's and, lovely yeah 
So when that happened, uh, someone from the industry called me up. Hey, the Nuclear's new song is coming out. Would you like to collaborate with them? Why not? I'm like, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. And again, this happened. And uh, the best part was it wasn't just Nuclear. It was Nuclear and Major Lazer um, bringing a sound. Man, Arab boy, well done. I'm yeah. so proud of you. And that Go was on. something. That was a big deal. Like I'm like, of course, of course. Like no, it wasn't a collaboration. As like I just made a remix of that. Yeah. Now. I felt this was a big deal for me. Yeah. Once I made that remix, and it was basically Nuclear putting it up on his story, and he's like, "Hey, my, you create a remix of this." And two days later, I have my remix out on uh, YouTube. Now, if you go to see, so this song is basically that a jadi booty. Huh. You heard? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So now, if you go to see, uh, what I did was basically took Arnab's dialogues and uh, just made him sing that song oh, from wow. start to end. And uh, once I uploaded that, it again, it it was one of those videos that blew up. Yeah, and today it has more views than the original video itself. Nuclear and Major Lazer. Wow, wow! What's the big goal for you, man, Mayur? The goal is always to create good music, right? And uh, of course, see another thing. Like I spoke about this nuclear thing, but at the same time, what I'm doing is not something that is very difficult. Not something that's as difficult as creating original songs. So right. of course, they have done the hard work. Nuclear and Major Lazer, the song that they have created. Right. That's the hardest part. Right. For me, it was picking up things. Of course, it's something creative, something no one does. Right. But I actually feel it's harder to create an original song that is catchy. Right. And that is my next goal: is basically to get into the industry, uh, not just be a content creator, but having this dual nature of content creator who is also a very good musician. Right. Also, mm-hmm. the fact that you figured this out at 29, right? Mm-hmm. So you've been very patient in the mm-hmm. process. So if you had to tell an upcoming musician. Who's watching this right now and wants to be his own person, hmm. right? What would the three things be? Would it be pick an instrument early? Would it be go to a music school? Would it be uh, fiddle around on a computer? Because you've been there, done hmm. that. You seem to have done it all, and then somehow figured your way. Yeah, now let's yeah. simplify it for somebody who's listening to this. So again, like I've been putting my hands into everything, right? And uh, not everyone needs to do that, right? If someone has. If someone is sure that they want to be a vocalist, mm. they should just do uh, everything that they can in that field. If mm. someone wants to be a composer, mm. then you need to know instruments and mm. start with your instruments. Mm. But at the same time, we are living in this Renaissance age. Mm. I call it Renaissance age because you know how Leonardo da Vinci was the first person to put his hands into everything. Yeah. So we are living in that age where everyone wants to do that. Yeah. And people who do that have uh, better chances of succeeding than someone who's just focused on one particular goal. That's awesome. Hustle so, is the yeah, real hustle muscle. Is the key. Well, thank you very much, Mayurish. It's been a pleasure uh, so speaking much, with man. you, Mayur. I mean, uh, to just learn about your journey, to learn about your process, and uh, to understand that uh, if there's a dream, if there's a tune, then eventually it will be a big hit. Thank you so much. Yes, it is what it is. <laughs> thank you. 